to the Hermit Style Podcast. With your hosts, Jimmy Bacon and Mike Runciuti. Talking all about the Dragon Ball Super Card Game. Presented by Team TCG Mafia. And produced by Lobat. Yo, yo, yo! What is up, everybody? Herbert Style Podcast, we are back. It is Wednesday, February 17th. Mike is with me. What's up, everybody? Uh, we've got another stacked episode today. Also, I apologize. The YouTube video from last week still isn't up. I'm going to try and get that up probably tomorrow. Uh, I've had no time, no, literally no time to edit it. And because we did the interview, like the uh, interview with Tommy and then our section, it's more editing and I'm not that fast with it yet. So sorry guys. And I'm useless. So, you know, it is, <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. Mike, Mike don't do any of the editing. No. You wouldn't like it if I edited it. No. It was Mike's birthday, though. It was. Happy yes. birthday to Mike. Yep. Birthday was on a Monday. Uh, 33. Feeling old. Dang. That is real old. 33 is a bad, <laughs> bad, bad number, man. Scotty Pippen, Patchy Hewing, a bunch of losers were that number. <laughs> Not good. But we, we, we celebrate a little bit on a we did. Saturday. Jim got me some shaking crabs. Uh, they do like the boil bags. So that was real cool, Jim. I appreciate that. Yeah, I had no idea how it worked. <laughs> Delicious food. But... It, it it was it was pretty good. I uh <laughs> so if you guys don't know, um never drive in a car with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got sick when I was coming back oh to the house. Oh my god. Mike mm. I am probably the worst driver uh in Hampton Roads. I usually try not to ever get in a car with Mike unless he parks behind me. And he usually parks behind me. But if we're just going to pick up food, I'm like, uh, it's only down the street. Mm-hmm. So I was so we're about to go. Trevor's over. Is me, Mike, Trevor, and then my girlfriend, Mike's girlfriend, they, they stay to the house. So we all go. I was like, all right, who's driving? Mike was like, I'll drive. I was like, okay. And at that point, when we walked outside and I saw you not parked behind me, I should I should have just been like, <laughs> I'll drive. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but I already left my keys inside, so I commit it. And Trevor's car was also just right there. Right there. Yeah, misplaced. For some reason, I was like, it'll be fine. It wasn't fine. It was not fine. Everybody gets car sick when I drive. Oh my God. It was so bad. I get car sick like just regularly anyway, but I was actually pretty good. And then we're driving down the road on a 45 out of nowhere. Mike just full foot on the brake. (laughs) I said, Oh my God. My whole body is whoosh. Everything was in slow motion. I was like, are we about to get an accident? I look up. No, no one's around (laughs) us. Mike just decided to slam on the brakes. You know, I don't know why I do that. I just do it. I need to work on my driving skills. I, had so taught, I learned how to drive from playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I did not take driving classes. Again, don't get in the car. With I didn't get my driver's license until I was uh, 18. And like, <laughs> eight, you know, no, 19. I got 19. 19. I took, the, I took the test the day I was 19. So, yeah. You know, hey, I'm going to go ahead and say I would not recommend driving it with me. <laughs> I have negative eight demerit points right now. I'm climbing my way back. I'm climbing my way back to zero. I'm getting there. Hopefully, hopefully by the end of uh, 2022, I'll have zero demerit points and my life will be back on track. And I can, then I can work on actually becoming a better driver. It's not going to happen. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not I actually been counting down the days. I was like, one of these cops are going to get me one of these days. <laughs> it's just been too long. Yeah, we got to uh, Shake and Crab to pick it up, too. And uh, Mike was going back through songs that he listened to a lot. <laughs> so I got out of the car and uh, Tatiana. Oh, yeah, that's my jam, bro. My blue face just blasting because <laughs> we pulled up right to the front and it's Shake and Crab. 
it's like, a, it's actually a nice place. It is. But for COVID, they have a little like window where you mm-hmm. don't have to walk in the building to get your food. So literally I'm just standing there and I'm sitting there with this lady. It's completely silent. And all you hear is just blue face. <laughs> so the, the dream. <laughs> if you don't listen to blue face, you should try listening to blue face. He's more than just that rapper who did Tatiana. He's uh, actually very talented. I think he's the best talent under uh 22 right now in the rap game, mm. but he's not bad. Mm-hmm. He's not bad. All right, let, let's get let's get into news. News from the lookout. All right, so biggest piece of news is they announced the whole next like uh, organized play season for Dragon Ball. They did. So uh, we've got the new organized play season. Uh, it starts in March, and basically they have three series of events. Uh, they have the online regionals, they have store regionals, and then they have store championships. Now the crazy part is. All three of those can earn you invites to the finals event, which I guess essentially is going to be like COVID Nats. Yeah, this is actual COVID Nats. I think this is, for. yeah, like this isn't like the monthly online webcam finals. This is like actually like the event. Um, how much merit it'll have? Probably not not nearly as much as our old Nats, but I mean. It counts. It counts. Uh, so that's cool. I applaud them for coming up with something. because I'm happy about it. Pokemon announced the week before this, that before they made that announcement that they were canceling competitive play for 2021. Mm, so I sucks. mean, their option could have been to go the Pokemon route and just cancel it all together. So they were like, no, we'll do the webcams. And it seemed like the very end part sound like it was open for opening up to an in-person event. If it, things are okay. So, you know, maybe if you qualify through a webcam life changes, you know, we all got the vaccine, uh, attitudes change, whatever it may be, yeah. you know, and they just had the finals actually in person. So we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. I'm excited. I'll be planning as many of them as possible. Oh, me too. I actually been telling people, you know, I think that even when we get back to regular in real life events all the time, we should still have webcams. I like, agree. Webcam regionals. It's dope, man. Would be There's fine. so many people I've gotten to play too that I would never get to play. Exactly. And, and like, realistically, you look at it like this, right? Like if they have a regional, it's in California. I'm not spending $900 to fly from Virginia to California. Right. I'm just not. It's not worth it. There's actually zero pricing in any card game that's worth that to me. So I'm not making that flight, but I want to play. So what if they just did a webcam for people who couldn't make it to California? Yeah. That's sounds, perfect. Sounds perfect. So they perfect. Should, I think they should like really look into that as a thing. I agree. I, I love it. Um, so just to go into some more detail about it. So first, the store championships, the event period for those is in May. So store championships will start in May. And it'll be a singles constructed, uh, no top cut for these events. It'll be 60 minute best of three game matches. Uh, so these are going to be like locals basically. Yeah. Now for participation, you get one of the new champ packs, which we don't know what the cards do, but there is a, let's see, there is a kid Goku. That's red. There is a Bergamo. That's blue. There is a pan. looks like a unison that is green. And then we have a Mecha Frieza that is yellow and then a Hercule that's black. Uh, so there's only five cards in these packs and yeah, you get, you get two just for participating and then you get an event pack seven, which is the same event pack that, that's been going around with the red Broly and all those. So that's cool. You get two of those actually event pack sevens. Now, if you win, you get one of the new all art card sets, one of each. Mm. Yo, these are nice. They have the five drop blue baby, the two drop Meki Kabora, the black one, and they have a Wolf Fang Fist. Bro, they're sweet. I need the uh, Mahikabora. I like all of them because I play the Golden Ape and I play uh, the Golden Ape, sweet bro. I play the, <laughs> That's you know, the coolest I one. I play the Counterplay with Fang Fist. 
but I need that makeup board because that is a staple. I don't, I don't see that cart. Oh, yeah. I don't see that cart leaving the game anytime soon. So I, like, <laughs> I, need, I need to have those. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That, that card will be worth money, though. But yeah, so if you win, you get one of those, and then I guess a, a finals invite. So if you win the store championships, you get invite to finals, and that's everything for those. Now for the regionals, let's see. Uh, pulling it up now. So for regionals, we don't have as much info, uh, but basically it just says that the online uh, regionals, let's see, finals invites are not passed down in these. So. People can just screw people out of invites. <laughs> oh, baby. I got to play now, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but you can play. It doesn't specify. It doesn't look like how many invites are per tournament. So I'm not sure how they're doing that. Um, yeah, there, there's no. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Never mind. I need to scroll more. I lied. Okay, here we go. So top. So top cut all gets a final invite. It does not say if top cut will be eight or 16. I'm assuming that's just going to be based off player size. Mm. Size of the tournament. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, I, I expect these to fill out every time. Yeah. Like there's no way you tell people that uh, this is the regional and they don't sign up. Like, you know, even PPG's webcams, I don't, they don't sell out. I think one sold out. But they no, there are a few it. that sold out. Was it a few of them? Yeah. It's okay. So a few of them sold out, but not all of them sell out. But it's like people are. Knew that that led to a PPG invitational that they probably would just wouldn't go to, right? Versus like you know you want you want this Bandai Nats, you know the metal cards that stuff's just worth money. So I think I expect these to fully book out every time. So as yeah. soon as you see those registrations pop up for them, oh yeah, get, get in, in there quick, uh, because yeah. So basically, Core TCG is doing one on April third. So these are soon. Yeah, oh, PPG's doing one on March. Mar right, yeah, PPG's doing March 27th and April 24th. Core TCG's April 3rd and, and May 1st. That's a busy weekend for PPG. They yeah. are busy months for PPG, I should say. Like They have the in-person invitation. In-person, online, and, and regional. regional. Yeah. I'm like, damn, they got a lot going for them. They do, they do. Uh, but just to break down the pricing for you guys, so the regional events, if you play in any of those, any of those four tournaments, uh, participation, you get a play mat, you get... Five of the new champ pack. That's pretty sweet. The new champ pack cards, the ones, the ones that just came out, or the new ones that are coming out. No, the new ones that are coming out. Yeah, they haven't showed us what the cards do on them. Right, we don't know what the cards do. I'm curious. Hopefully I am they, too. Hopefully they show them this Friday. I'm really, really curious about Hercule and Mecha Frieza. Those yeah. two I'm most curious about. Well, Pan's I, also interesting because it's a unison. The Mecha Frieza is probably nuts. I'm hoping so. There's a new card you just showed from Battle Evolutions that plays a four drop Mecha Frieza. Yeah, but this Frieza is a three drop. Yeah, that's trash. <laughs> but you can play the Clan of Terror off that. Yeah, you can. Which is pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. I, I do like <laughs> Someone that. said that card's trash. I was like, I don't know, man. It might be worth trying putting Clan of Terror in here. Well, look at my opponent's hand. Play it for out. one, take a life. I'm playing it for free. It's a two drop. Yeah, I'm using my backside effect. Oh, okay. I'm, hey, man, that knowledge is valuable if I'm going for game. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, so participation. Then you also get three event packs, so the newest, the last event pack. So that's cool. Yeah, that event pack's kind of trash now. Uh, prices all dropped on it. It has. Cards yeah. look good still. Yeah, so. cards still look good. Um, but top, so this is interesting, top 25% of the room. So if you make it to the top quarter of everybody there, you get just two more champ packs. Seems very random. Oh, I mean, they did that. Uh, that's the thing they do at, for Bandai like Nationals, actually. They were doing like top 25%. Yeah. They did top 25% support. So seems I mean, random. <laughs> the, not the top 25%, just the two champ oh, packs. Oh, the two champ like, packs Here's part? two champ packs. I'm like, bro, I already got five for participating. <laughs> yeah. Can I get five more? Right, right, right. Uh, and then top cut, you get a winner play mat. So that's cool. Everyone in top yeah. cut gets a winner play mat. I don't really like the winner play mat personally, but 
I'm sure it'll probably, you can probably sell it and get something for it. Uh, you got four cha- four more champ packs, so you just a million champ packs if you do well in this event. Uh, two more of Impact 7s, but you also get one of the alt art card set. So the Mechigabora Baby and, and Wolfang Fist if you make top cut. So that's All right, super so that first regional, I need to talk to everybody so I can get my play sets. Yep. And then, of course, you get your invite to finals if you top. Uh, top four, you get a one-round buy in finals. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Because from what I've heard, the buys screw your tiebreakers over. Yes, they do. So I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. I might just want, I mean, round no. one's usually a free dub anyway, right? No, I still, I still take that. I'll take <laughs> Save me from playing the uh, rogue weird. The random, deck. the random deck you lose to. Yeah, bro. I mean. Mm. Play that, play that Zamasu yeah. energy ramp deck. Exactly, bro. <laughs> Save me from playing that type of deck. Because that's where you play them every time round one. It's just like, oh, man. <laughs> Uh, but top four, you also get three more of the R card set. So if you make top four in a regional, you get a play set of the new mm. winner stamp cards. That's something like someone's getting rich. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, and then also just randomly, you just get a booster box of a recent set. That's <laughs> all it says. That's what I'm talking about. I like that. <laughs> a recent? Can we define recent? I don't know. Months? I think it's just going to probably be a Unison Warrior box of just one of the Unison Warrior series. I want set 10. That's cool. Hey, I man. don't. I do not want set 11. I'll take set 12. Set 11 has been going up, though. Yeah. I mean, every set goes up. I, I've yeah. said this before. If you just look at when you move on to the next set, the old set just goes up. It's yeah. just the nature of this game. But uh, I need some uh, counterplay, free counterplay cards. So I'll take a set 10. Check I'll, this out, though. Uh, if you win the event, the champ packs... They come in a hot stamp version, so like gold. So if you win a regional, you get the gold stamp version of these champ pack cards. That's pretty sweet, right? That's money. Yeah. That's crazy. There's going to be only, there's literally only going to be a playset in existence because there's four regionals. I thought it was more, but they just aren't announced yet. Sure, but as of <laughs> this episode, <laughs> yeah. there's only four that could be in existence. And that's in America because the other ones are Card of Magica and Tac Games. Yeah, I'm playing that. I'm playing those terms. Oh, I want to play them too. I'm just saying. Um, all right. But yeah, so that that's everything for the regional. And then we don't have any further information. So we don't know what finals are going to be or anything like that. Mm. So that's all the info we have. The play mats are they're cool. Winner is the Sin Shenron mat that says winner on it. The participation mat. It's one of those ones like the old school regional mats, like the first ones that had like the um Oh, bars is, yeah. where you have like a character like oh yeah, yeah, yeah i see it right now, yeah. Yeah. those are sweet so like, they're, I, they're okay i, I like think them. this one's better than most of the ones of this art that they've done yeah so that's cool i guess but yeah that's, that's everything for the new organized play season so excited for that um what is there any other news i'm missing here uh no no not that okay. i can think of all right cool well let's uh let's get into the main topic then Turtle School Weekly Focus. All right. So today we are going to do a full meta breakdown. So we're going to talk about basically what we've seen so far. A lot of people are going to be competing in these invitational PPG tournaments coming up. And a lot of talk of what do I play? Because the format's wide open. So hopefully this episode uh, might help you at least lean a certain direction or at least get an idea of things that you should be thinking about Mm -hmm. uh, when, when you choose a deck. So... What we did was we took a breakdown of all the top cuts that have happened uh, since the new set released. There's potential we missed one or two. We tried to find everyone that there is access to. 
Um, so this is based off of the PPG webcam events. We have all those in here. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the Super Players uh, 1K event. Um, we have the most excellent PPT qualifier, which that was a very, very small tournament. Um, oh, yeah, that's that 24-man one, right? Yeah, very, very, very small. But you had Hernandez there. You had Joey there. So the Hill Twins. The Hill Twins were there. So there were some decent my, players uh, there. My boy Miguel from my team, El Topo Local, that I'm on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, they had a bunch of people up there, actually. Yeah, so it was small, but there were some good players there. Uh, then we have Miami, the Miami yeah. event that you were at. And then we also have the um, finals event, the recent online finals event. I want to note, no, not discrediting anybody who did well. Congratulations, <laughs> you know. But that was BO1, so it's harder to like for its impact on the meta because most people are out here playing BO3 tournaments, right? And we will we will talk about that too of what decks those were yeah. and how that has slightly skewed results. Also, some things to keep in mind, right? So like with that tournament, um, there were, it was very hard to get an invite to these, and it was a lot of just local players. Yeah, it like it was not players that are. Typically, it was not a lot of big name players. No, not a lot of big name players. A lot of people who just randomly showed up to locals and got an invite. I got clapped. Uh, I played yeah. it actually. My round one opponent played Majin Vegeta. He goes attack, uh, take a life draw card. So yeah, he goes uh, super combo Nappa. I said, oh man, I'm in for a bad time. <laughs> I was playing Invoker. That was 25k dollars right, and then he played the one drop Vegeta. Took a life, attacked, comboed that Nappa. I said, man, that is 25k double strike again. So I'm at four life on turn one. Not, not a good time to be me. No, not a good so, time you know, for Invoker. I lost there. Then I lost to a random guy that I never heard of. You know, he's probably one of those local players again. And he was playing Gotenks and played three of the five drop SR from set 10. <laughs> and I'm not here to talk trash or anything like that. Not set 10, but set 11. Sorry, set from set 11. Yeah, yeah the one that pops a berry. Yeah. But bro, I've never seen that list ever played more than one in the main. <laughs> and I said, I'm playing three. He popped Vegeta two times. I made it turn seven because his deck wasn't doing anything, actually, because he just mm -hmm. kept playing these go tanks to pop. It's probably brain. the guy from Sublet's Locals because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sublet always plays a poker. <laughs> I was, I was, it was actually insane. I said, oh, my God, how, do, how does one win? I was like, but, you know, so I went 0-2 when the invoker dropped and said, man, I'm never playing invoker again. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I did so that was my experience in that tournament, but it was definitely it was BO one. It's just BO one is kind of brutal. It was just a strange tournament. Like even if you watch the webcam, there's just like people playing their cards wrong. Uh, yo, my god, there was so many misplays so on many, camera, and yeah. like people were calling them cheaters. Hey, I'm not going to use that word to describe these people. I'm going to use the word they did not know what they are doing mm -mm. at all. They just didn't know what their cards did. They didn't know any of their cards did. And this is several rounds of this. The round one on the stream, the guy was sitting on the floor with his hand underneath his legs, like in a weird position. And you couldn't see none of the cards on his mind. It was, it was the craziest. I saw one that was clearly just a guy who didn't even turn his phone horizontal. It was clearly his phone looking at his board vertically, just like this. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one too. That's like what round four, I think. But that's just it. Like it was definitely. I'm calling a judge. Get out of here. You can get a game loss, bro. I'm not dealing with that. This I I play webcam. Jenny plays webcam. We love webcam. That was uh, some of the worst webcam I've ever that seen. That was the worst webcam I've ever seen. Like the top people, the trash people talk about webcams online. That's why. <laughs> I, that's why that event right there was. That's why. Not just crazy. Not to discredit no. anybody, but that's why. Like it was just. It was bad. It was bad. Camera <laughs> was angles bad. were bad. Setups were bad. Uh, people not knowing their cars do like. I don't know, man. People were going nuts in the stream. They were going nuts. <laughs> I can guarantee you, though, these people, not cheating. Not cheating, yeah. One of the guys on the stream, I know him from Locals. Uh, 
Wasn't cheating. Well, he was not very cheating. honest person. Very honest, good guy. He did not. He did not read his cards. No. And he even read the card out loud to the guy when he asked the card do. He read it out loud and he still didn't realize what his own card did. Like, <laughs> and the, his opponent heard him say it, and his opponent let it slide because his opponent not understand what the cards do either. Mm-hmm. This was this was a I played at locals. I somehow qualified in this tournament during COVID, and I'm in here trying to just win win these <laughs> cards. And congratulations to everybody who won the uh, winner cards. But that tournament was real wild. Yeah. So we're not going to take it off of the meta analysis. We're definitely going to say the decks that were in there that topped. But we're going to say take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt, though. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt. All right. So here we go. So I put all those compiled a list together and just added up all the tops. So. Um, I was going to ask Mike what he thinks had the most, but we already talked about it. <laughs> uh, if you didn't know, though, what, what deck would you think had the most tops? Uh, if I had to guess, yeah. I would have said Dark Broly. Okay. Like, we know what it is, but I would have definitely been like Dark Broly. One, because I was in Miami, and yeah. I knew there was a lot of Dark Broly in Miami yeah. that topped. And, and then, like, webcams, a lot of random decks are going to top. Like, I've topped with random decks. Jim normally plays the, the classic Vigex in webcams, but yeah. mine was a baby and Jiren. So, like, you know. I know random decks can top in these tournaments. So I would I would have went Dark Broly, but I would have definitely the deck that is number one in tops surprised me. But the other deck that I would have thought but would have been Red Broly, just because okay. again, it's Red Broly, right? Yeah. So interestingly enough, so Mecha came in first. Yeah. Uh, eleven tops with Mecha Frieza. Now Dark Broly did come in second with seven, and Red Broly came in third with six. Yeah. So you were you were right on the money pretty much. Just missed Mecha. Um I'm going to attribute Mecha having the most because in webcams, uh, people play Mecha and do well with it because they know what their deck does. And people do not know or play test enough these days because, you know, everybody's stuck to playing webcam only for the right. most part. So they're not playing as Mecha. So they don't really know what their opponent's deck has got going on. Like I played Mecha the other day in Discord with somebody and he had no idea what was going on. He was like, uh, I was like, so I can play Final Flash, rest your card, play Bergamo off the rest, play Putin, play the Goku. He was like, what is going on? I was like, uh, I'm just doing what the cards do. Man. Yeah. <laughs> he could just simply not played into that, but he just didn't know. So right. I imagine a lot of that's what's going on with when people play against the mecha decks on webcam. They just haven't played the deck yeah. by somebody who understands the deck very well, and they just get blown out. Yep. You just play like... Spe- like if you don't know what the deck does, you're probably losing game yeah, one every it, time. Cause so, it, there's so wild. many things you should have to play, do differently when you play against it. Mm-hmm. And they just, they play right well, into it. You should it. be using your mana before you do anything. Right. Like, like before right. you made to clear any attacks, just tap as many things as possible. <laughs> Cause uh, you're about to get Bergamo'd and just take All it kinds out of the game. Of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a real wild time. And just like, uh, what happened here? Yep. So, yeah. yeah um, so 11, 11 tops there. I think it definitely also just rewards the better player. Absolutely. It definitely rewards the better player because you're playing, lo- you're going to play long. Mm-hmm. And when you play games long, it's funny. There's definitely a skill curve that happens once you get past the normal lines of play. Oh, yeah, yeah for so, sure. So, like, there's people, because there was talking in the Discord yesterday. Someone brought it up. I think it was Get Him. Uh, 64 in the discord he's he's awesome he talks a lot in the discord he was saying in another discord they were talking about how this is a very quick format like turn two three four and i was like no it's not no there's it is not a quick format like that it's a quick format like that if if your opponent does not know what they're gonna do and i do what i'm gonna do playing an aggressive deck sure yeah i'm gonna win every time turn two three and four that's not realistic though no that is not how this meta works you can go to turn six seven eight nine i mean invoker is 
one of the best decks in the format. And, that and that's decks, always going to five. That's, that's always five, right? Like, uh, Selzeno is prominently played. That's a turn five card also. <laughs> right. Um, Blue Baby. Blue has, Baby is uh, caught in steam. Blue Baby is catching steam. People playing it now. Uh, Blue Baby definitely passed turn five. I said five. cotton. Mm. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but uh yeah blue babies definitely past turn five uh i mean go tanks turn five and up people play go tanks i don't know it's, it's a lot of like yes red broly is a turn three four deck dark broly while it's very aggro now i don't see people winning that early with that deck right because people just play around it right right so you negate the heartfelt mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then it's back to the old white dark broly played right exactly you negate it and remove it the next turn now now we're back to normal dark broly. king piccolo plays long we just watched that on webcam yep. uh grant the guy was cheating so maybe it doesn't play long <laughs> but uh sure you know it's we're playing long games launch definitely can play a longer game it can i guess it could play a quick game but i don't see it though right because like they have to play the piccolo that piccolo two drop uh they have to, but they don't want to play that card without having other cards on board too often. I don't know. It's it's definitely turn five and up for a lot of these games. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So, um, anyways, um, yeah, it's just it's just interesting because when you think about like different decks that are topping and things, if you are playing and games are ending on turn two, three, and four, it does feel very straightforward. Yeah. But once you pass that and both decks have done what they initially do, you get into some weird places oh, yeah, in this do. format right now. I mean, there's literally a card in every color that stops the turn pretty much. Right. Except blue. But right. that's why people aren't playing blue. But then again, the blue deck, if you are playing baby, mm-hmm. will stop your turn. So. Right. And what, once you get past those main lines of play and you, get, and you go through those turn stopper cards, the game gets interesting. It and does. there's there's a huge skill gap that occurs. Yeah. That uh, people, it, yeah. people aren't catching. You're just like you could, that's where it shows. You definitely can see it. Like when you watch uh, the untapped tournament from super players, mm-hmm. if you watch that one where, where Rizzi won, yeah, you could tell his dark Broly opponent, which just got lost in the sauce. Right. Like he, it got past the point of where I do dark Broly things that I normally do. And he just you get like, all these options. Yeah. And he just like, I, I don't, I'm not to insult his gameplay. He just played terribly at that point though. Once he got past turn three and he wasn't yeah. in the spot that he thought he would be in. He got razzled. Yeah. He got razzled. Razz- he got razzled, dazzled and just lost. So, you definitely you'll see it when you see people playing. It's the gap is there. It's definitely yeah. if you don't know what's going on. That's why Mecca I think thrives. Right exactly. That's that's where I was exactly where I was because, going because Mecca's going to take you there. It, and there's so many things they, you can do that'll a just single mess Ber- you up. A single Bergamo mess your turn up right. Right. It's like Bergamo test, tap your tune. You're like, oh my god, what do I do here? Right. You're lost. Yeah. So it's what it is. So yeah, so eleven Mecca makes sense, um, and when you think about that, and then of course Dark Broly, Red Broly, the next two at seven. But Dark and six Broly tops though, each. interestingly, had like five tops in Miami though. Right. So like only having two more tops since then. It's interesting. Is it people tired of the deck or it's because of launch? I think it's because launch. Yeah. Launch coming into the scene has literally this format looks so boring. Then launch came in, mm-hmm. format opened up. Oh yeah. See, I think launch. I think launch shakes the game up for like the whole format. Launch beats all those decks. Yeah, it does. Launch beats all those decks. And guess what the number four deck is? Launch, right? Launch at four because it came in after. And now it's clapping those ones that were winning. And Launch had one top in Miami by Craig Meyer. He was playing the red-green version. And we we have Launch at four with all the different color versions. Mm -hmm. Then Ritzy played it on webcam the following week. Tricolor. Tricolor, 14th place. And then he wins the next day the Untapped Super Players Tournament. And then you just have people playing Launch like crazy now. It was Mm -hmm. the most played deck in uh, this past weekend's webcam, actually. Yep. So the deck's catching on. What's holding the deck back, the same thing that held back uh, Red Broly instead of 11, is the TP. People don't have it. 
it's a $45, $50 TP for the non-winner version. So people don't have it yet, but they're getting it though. And it's like playing Hercule on steroids. Yeah. So yeah, it's that's real good against um, you know, Dark Broly, Mecha, Red Broly. They just have a hard time. You get your get your Broly Gogeta off the board, turn one. Uh get your Dark Broly play coolered. <laughs> like, you're just like, oh my god, what's going on here? So it's I think that deck's shaking up the format and so let some other decks slide into the picture now. Right. So yeah, so we got eleven mecha, seven dark broly, six red broly, four launch. The next is invoker at three. Yeah, that's the same two guys. No, it's actually three guys now, technically. But it's Legends, Sublet, and then uh, uh Peter. Peter Dance. Peter Dance, yeah. yeah. He just won the uh he just won the PPT because he played against the Cheater King Piccolo player who got disqualified. Right. So and kudos to him. Good job. I know. Uh I I don't like Invoker in this format. I don't know. I'm not feeling it. I picked, <laughs> I, picked, I picked the deck up. Jim picked the deck up. Uh, We're on different ends of the spectrum now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's very good. But at the same time, I think that if players know how to play around the deck, they just beat it. They don't know. There's a lot of answers to the deck. Like, Castroff Blow is an uninteractable situation, right? You're like, I have Rival Seeker. I have Energy Combustion. I have Castroff Blows. I win the game. Very simple to say that. Yes. And you do get to that point against decks. But when your opponents know what time it is, they can stop it. Like, they can, they can stop you from getting to that point in the game, and it just feels real bad. So I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about this deck. I'm not, I was, was going to play in Miami. I will not play in Miami now. Uh, See, so here's the thing. I think, and we'll get into picking a deck after we get through all these different decks that topped. I think, though, that Invoker, you have to think about what tournament you're playing in as well as just, just time with the deck, right? Like, yeah. I have no doubt Sublet, if he was going to Miami, will play Invoker. He is, he is going and to Miami. And he is going to Miami. And, he's and gonna I'm sure he's going to play Invoker. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh, no doubt. Legends will be playing Invoker but there. Sublet has probably about a 1,000, no exaggeration, reps with the deck. Yeah, I do not have that. Um, But I think to just pick it up and play, the format has to be real in your favor because it is a deck that rewards experience. So players like that, they can play their way out of those situations. The thing in Miami is... The, I think you can prepare for a select few decks mm -hmm. because you know it's going to be more concentrated due to the quality of player that's going to be there. Exactly. Um, and with that, it becomes easier to side, and every player there is going to respect Invoker. Yeah, you got to. I think won the last Miami tournament, actually. You, and you know Sublet and Legends are going to be there, yep. right? And you know they're both... I don't know. About, I mean, obviously, I don't know I don't know about Legends. It seems like he his plays, track record he, he is going to play He plays Invoker when it counts, right? He, right. So... And if you are trying to win, you have to expect to play them at some point. Mm -hmm. So I would expect Miami to come prepared for Invoker. So I can understand that call. Yeah. Now, for me preparing for webcam, Invoker has the best spread oh, yeah, of any yeah. deck in the history of the game. And like we said, launch busted the doors open in the format. I think Invoker is a phenomenal call. Yeah, I think I've because in an open format, I'd play it. Yeah, in an open format, I think it's great. Uh, but we'll get that into that more in a second. Um, also at three... Is Sin Shenron and Reboot Gohan both had three tops as well? Blows my mind that Sin has three, with Me Dark too. Broly being a real deck in the format. But people stop playing it. Yeah, they just, they just they actually did just stop after my launch came in and said nah. Yeah, and I mean Sin's cool, it, but it loses the Red Broly now too. I believe. Like I know people who play Sin, they're like, I don't lose the Red Broly. I'm like, sure, I believe you that you do not lose the Red Broly. But two equally skilled players, I think Red Broly is beating Sin just because the nature of Sin has to drag the game out. And that Piccolo Unison is a really good card. You just put it over the top. You just put it over the top. Like, it's 
I know it's hard to argue with that Piccolo Unison and what it does for that. Grabbing that Goku with the critical, it's, it's really good. And I mean, I don't care if my Broly dies if it kills your sin. So I might like just combo into your sin and just destroy it. Let mine die. Activate my effect. Play another Broly. Rip another card out your hand. You actually probably just die here at that point. So kudos to them who are pulling it off. Uh, the reboot, I hate that deck. Jim hates that deck. We talk Trihoda all awful. the time. Uh, people are playing far less negates in their deck right now than, right. They, than they have in the previous The format rounds. has allowed for it yeah, to so continue I, to be played, very so, sadly. <laughs> so if people are going to play Rebu Gohan. You play Rebu Gohan in a tournament, you're probably going to top. Like, There's very few people who are playing four to six negates in their deck. People still do not respect the deck. No, they do not. They have never respected that, the deck. They, they did not respect will. the deck when it was winning all the time. I don't think they ever are going to respect it, to be honest with you. Um, while it's a very good deck, at the same time, same breath. It's very bad. Like, you just read the cards, you're like, damn, these cards don't do anything. No. <laughs> like, they don't do anything. I know. I heard someone talking about it the other day that played it in a recent event. Yeah. And they were like, I literally told everyone, my whole deck sucks. It is my leader and feet. Yeah, this is actually <laughs> what the deck is. It's leader feet. They play that goofy Android 18 card that pitches an extra card to gain an additional yeah, yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. It's like this stuff. It's so is, bad. This stuff is sketchy. Like, it's not very good. It's so bad. But it's, it's so just bad. like, please man, don't play it. Two just don't play negates to negate the leader. You know, the green decks play Dora Potential. Maybe that attack's maybe, going through. Maybe two shocking death balls. Uh at maybe. As I said, like maybe. The hilarious part is if you shocking death ball, my leader just attacks again. Yeah. This is not very good. Uh red decks, they're on topo again. Mm, I might combo. I might actually just if I can kill you, I might just go through topo. Yeah. That's there's no reason not to, right? If I'm right. gonna kill you. Uh violent rays is terrible against it. So the right. two red negates are bad, and those are the red negates that everyone's playing, actually. Yep. After image, is that all you've got? Those cards have disappeared from the format. Right. Uh, Launch doesn't play in the gates. Launch doesn't play in the gates. Uh, Mecha Frieza has four flying nimbuses. Sure. Like side release from evil, which crushes the deck, but they don't. But make. most Mechalists also aren't playing Zamasu. Yeah. Is, Super yeah. combo. They're not playing Zamasu. Zamasu. <laughs> which that's how yellow was easily beating reboot gone. Yep. Cause just like, all right, rest it. They're like, damn, this sucks. That's right. That's out their deck now. Right. Um, blue does have the negate spread for it. But people aren't playing blue. Right. So here we are. And black has a uh, power burst is like a two of them in their deck now, actually. And sometimes they play a petrification or a power or a uh, protector of people. I'm playing four power bursts. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah. See, people, people want to play four wild. <laughs> but people are playing like a total of three negates and dark brilliant. That's crazy. Us. So it's like, uh, I could play Rebu Gohan and probably just run through some people at this point. Yeah. So it's not a bad call, but if people smarten up, it will be a bad call. Right. I, I'm not going to take that risk. I'll never take that risk. My deck is always there. There's no way I'm playing a bad deck just because I think it might be a good medical. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to, I, I understand. It makes sense for right now. This, I, that's probably the most props you will ever hear us give to Reboot, reboot Gohan. Go you know, like I say, I'm telling people who are Reboot Gohan fans, this is your time. This yeah. is your time to be alive. This might like, be your last time. Yeah, because it's too good against these decks. People are playing mid-range decks without negates. I don't understand. Like, I'm confused, but they got it, though. You can play your mid-range deck without your negates in it and hope it works out for you. And then yeah. you play Reboot Gohan and get clapped up. All right, so now we come into the decks with two tops um, from the, all these events. Uh, we've got two Blue Baby, uh, two Turles, and then two Clash Coup, which is really one. It's Clash just Butters Coup, talking yeah. twice. <laughs> yeah, it's just Butters talking twice. We're not, I'm not saying Butters or omitting Butters or anything like that. Uh, that's just Butters' deck. Uh I don't know. I watched him play it in teams, 
it feels like it's designed to just stall the game out <laughs> and then try to kill you with mysterious shot of food and his double strike leader. That's what it actually just feels like it is as a deck. And I guess that's cool. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I don't know. I, it's, that is not a meta impactful deck at all. I wouldn't no, know. No. <laughs> There's one man playing the deck <laughs> and he's good with it. It's his deck. Right. You know, kudos to him for crafting. You know, like that's, that's deck building as fine. He said, I'm going to play this. I'm going to fine tune it. And I'm going to do what I want to do in these tournaments. And he does it. So yeah. he, he gives hope to the little guy who's like, hey, man, I'm going to play this. Yep. I want to make it work. So I respect it completely. But when you talk about meta analysis, uh, we're going <laughs> to omit Clash right. Dude, right? <laughs> But shout out to him for doing a great job with the deck, though, in this format. Because, and you know, if you know who Butters is, you see him online talking about it. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know him, but yeah. I know I know about him. Because he talks about it all the time. Right. And I'm like, you know, the, the, I'm not going to use the word arrogance. The... Uh, the, the confidence that he has in his, him and his his deck, he's proved it twice this format. So I got to respect it at this point. Yeah. Uh, and then Blue Baby's cool. I think Blue Baby's a great call. Uh, I like Blue Baby. Uh, I got rid of it recently. I'm picking it back up. <laughs> <laughs> I really couldn't believe it. <laughs> hey, man, I had to get that. I had to get that, had to get that Invoker deck because I know they have that Unison coming out real soon. And I just did not want How mad are you that you played Invoker instead of Blue Baby, though? Oh, I'm pissed. I would have clapped these people. I play Blue Baby. I know. <laughs> like, and I, right now, I'm trying to convince myself not to play Blue Baby in Miami just because... I keep telling him to play Blue Baby. I just don't want to play it, bro. It's such a good deck. I love the deck. Uh, I just don't want to play it. It's in a great spot. It's in a good spot right now. Uh, Silt Michael topped with it, and I do, and Scott Dashy topped with it. Those are two people who topped with it. Um, both very good players. Silt Michael's the European baby guy that everybody, he's always just playing. The lists are all very different. Yeah, everybody's baby list looks different from mine to Nick Larson, who topped the FOE team event, but we did not count the team, that, that FOE team, but the PBG team event. Yeah, we didn't, we we didn't, didn't count that because those decks no. are built in a weird way. You're right. But, uh, you know, his list to my list to Scott Dashies to Silt Michael, all look different. Every single one of them. I don't think any of them is necessarily correct or wrong. I think it's just a preference of how you like to control the game. Right. So, I think the deck is pretty versatile and what you can like play in the deck. Yeah. I think it is primed to do good. It just really loses hard to invoker. There's only two people playing. So. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. And then the other deck was Turles. Uh, Turles. Yep. Uh, that's Marcel. And that's Silk Michael also. Right. So Michael played, I got top eight with, uh, with Turles or he got top four. I think with Turles actually, I think it was top four. I and, don't know. And then Marcel got second in Miami with Turles the opening weekend. Um, both very good players. I think Turles is the best green deck in the format. Actually, yeah, uh, Turles I have sleeved up. It's one of it's one of my still decks I'm weighing on. Yeah, of playing. It's, it's just, just good. It's insane to me. Like, uh, it's a much much better reboot Gohan. Yeah, it's a much better version of reboot Gohan Majin Vegeta. Like those mm -hmm. two decks. It's a better version of what those. It's decks not a are. It's those decks are both glass cannons. cannons. Yeah, and this one's not. This it's one's, not a glass cannon. This one's consistently doing what it does. Uh, without killing yourself. Without killing myself. And through gain advantage to hand, it gains a lot of cards. Mm -hmm. Also, it has answers for all the decks. Like, it had, like Dorm Potential, Frieza, uh, green counterplay cards are can be in your deck. Like, you know, some people don't play them. Right. But a Pretty Black Hole is insane. They have a board wipe in their deck. Right. Like, and some people say Pretty Black Hole sucks, but I'm like, I don't know, man. That Frieza in your deck doesn't do anything. So yeah. if I Frieza pop something, I Pretty Black Hole pop in the Frieza to blow up your board. That's really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. So I, I see potential in Turles doing well in Miami, and it's definitely the deck that you should come prepared for. I actually don't know what you side to beat the deck yet still, besides more negates, but uh, it's a deck I would come prepared for because it's good. Like, searching. Uh, you got, um, 
What uh, unexpected turn? Yeah, unexpected turn is pretty good against them yeah. actually. But outside of that, what do you got, man? They just rebuild that board so easily. Oh yeah, I mean secret identity as well. Yeah, yeah, just to clear it, you warp them. But I don't know. I, the deck it's 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 mostly wide removal, basically yeah, wide removal. But it's through the leader how they're winning anyways, though. Mm -hmm. So like, you can clear the board, and then you just have to make sure you negate the leader. Yeah, clear the board, negate the leader. That's that, how you beat. That's it. how you beat it. But man. How fast they can rebuild that board to say that deck literally searches all everything. The pieces, everything. Like, search FPC. Now, me, I'm never that lucky with the deck. Yeah. That's actually why I stopped playing it. Trevor plays the deck. Trevor always sees Demigra. everyone. Demigra. Top five. Oh, there's my super combo. combo. Yeah, Trevor have by, by time. He'll play days. Top three. Oh, there's another super, super combo. combo. I say by turn three, Trevor's got three to four super combos. Every time. Demigra's, <laughs> Demigra's on three. He's got Frieza counterplaying. Like, God Every damn, time. bro. How you, how you lose? There's no way you lose with this deck, but you know, if you don't open Demigra, the deck does feel kind of tame, though, to be Feels honest. very fair. Yeah, but if you open When Demigra, you open Demigra, you feel like you're on cloud nine. Yeah, yeah, bro. You got free Dormants, free Frieza. And then I'm going to play a bunch of free battle cards. Yeah. I'm going to do this blocker loop, so I know you can't get through. There's no possible way for you to get through to me. It's crazy that the blocker comes out in active mode when the other ones do not come out. I'm like, so even if you clear the blocker, they could combo the Just blocker. Just combo blocker. And they block your net. I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's a good deck. Uh, that de deck definitely should be warranting space in your sideboard for. Yep. So I, I'm I'm surprised that it's not played more. Honestly, I don't know if it's that people don't understand the deck or they just don't want to play. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, I don't know. I it's, it's nuts to me, but I don't know. But I guess now we get to the one of tops where just one snuck in. Um, so we have just pulling it back up here. Sorry, guys. All right, so we've got a King Piccolo, a Beerus, the Red <laughs> red Beerus from set nine, I think. Yeah, that's Brian Samuel. From Brian Samuel, yeah. Uh, then we've got a Blue Vegito, Green Gotenks. We got Vegex, a Yellow Topo, um, a Blue Trunks, and a Golden Frieza, my absolute right. personal favorite, mm -hmm. Golden Frieza. That is Jim's favorite. Yeah. Uh, Golden Frieza is the Guillemi, however you say his name. Got it. Uh, clap me up. The guy who beat Jim last time and won the uh, PPT yep. with the last format. Uh, again, I'm going to say kudos to him, building his deck, doing yeah. well. Not meta-relevant, though. No. The Vegito deck. Uh, Vegito has been regarded as the best blue leader for a while by some people. Um, that was Miguel who topped with it. Uh, I don't know if it's meta-relevant or not. Like, Is blue meta-relevant is the question, right? Right. Just in general. is blue? Does blue have a place in the meta? Outside of people citing the Black Saiyan, uh, like anti blue cards and Dark Power Mass Saiyan for a boonie, right? Like, is that anything else you need? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. The deck, I have Fajito Sleeta right now. I've been testing it. It feels horrible against Red Broly. And uh, that's not good at all. And anyway, therefore, that's not good. So I'm like, I might have to write this deck off. But it is a very powerful leader. So maybe it's meta relevant. We'll have to see. I, I, need, I need like two more terms to see how it does before I. I say meta relevant or not meta relevant. Uh, the Topo player that was yeah, <laughs> kudos to him, bro. Like, that man said, I'm you're playing one battle card, I'm playing one battle card. Let's see if you're better than me. And it's best of one, and, it was yeah, the best of one, it is finals. Best of one finals. And so he, he just said, No one's gonna be prepared, no one can even try and side against me. He played HOM in his deck, also. I kind of watched him on stream, really? yeah. <laughs> he had a path to get I said, Oh, baby, he's gonna fuck <laughs> these people up. So, you know, um, I'm not gonna say it's meta relevant. Uh, it's much like when I played Jaren that one time in top. Not, not meta relevant. Not meta relevant. It's just 
someone played a deck they like and they got in there with it and I like that, but it's not been relevant. No, no way do you say, man, I'm coming prepared for Topo. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't do that there. Uh, what was the other deck? Uh, it was uh, Trunks, Blue Trunks. That's that's Legends, that's Legends. playing uh, his pet deck, I guess, because he's played that. That's the only other deck he's played on webcam outside so far. Invoker. Outside of Invoker. Uh, I like that deck. I know you do. I like it a lot. Um, I would play it if I had the promos. I say it's a very interesting deck. Uh, I'm going to say it's not meta relevant yet, but it could be. Definitely could be. Very powerful. Very powerful effects in that deck. So we'll have to see if that turns into something. I need a couple more events. Obviously, TPs are now going out because you do need a TP for that deck. Right. Like, that deck without TP is real sus. Like, right. But that TP is broken. So Tapion? Yeah, the Tapion. Yeah. So we'll see how it plays out. And then we had the, the Red Beers. Oh, Brian that's Brian Samuel. Samuel. That was a red, blue, good stuff yeah, deck. He was trolling. <laughs> I thought he was trolling. Like, I don't know. I mean, he. I watched the deck profile. He says it's all reliable to him, so I guess he really likes the deck. Yeah. Um, But I don't think that's like a deck that he thinks is like top tier in the format. I think he's no. like, I'm just playing this deck because I like playing I think it. he's having fun. Having fun and did well because he's an amazing player. Yeah. You know, so... Just a lot of good cards in the deck, right? Yeah, there's a lot and of good cards. On the front side, he draws a lot. When good players have good cards in their deck, they tend to do better than a lot of people. Yeah. Because they just have good cards, and they know what to do with them. Yeah. But that's not a deck that I was like, man, I need to prepare for this Beers deck. There's no way. It actually didn't do anything that a normal Beers deck would do, actually. When you think of Beers, it wasn't the deck you're thinking. It, is. it was like playing launch, but not playing launch. <laughs> Um, also, one that I missed. There were also two Majin Vegetas. I that's from the it, webcam. But that's that. The they were BL both one. from the best of one. Yeah, the best. Of, that is the best Bo One Green deck. Yeah. Um, it's a glass cannon, and you can take your opponent to four life on turn one. Yeah. That is. This is my fear when they ban reboot Gohan in best of one. I said, reboot people Gohan, are going to play a real deck. They're going to play a real deck now. That is a very much real deck. Reboot Gohan in best of one. Uh, was it's not as good, man. It's just not. I don't care. I'll argue all day. This deck literally says, "Hey, man, if I open a one drop and a not a super combo like a nap super combo, which he did, the guy did to me, that's fifty k double strike power coming in at you off of two cards and one. You're at four life. I don't care what you got going. If you went, if you went, if you go second and they they have two energy to mess with you, oh my god, you're in actual trouble. Yeah. Like, so. Dex, Dex real good in BO1. Uh, I agree. But it's not a best of three deck at all. No, no, not not a best of three deck. I don't think so either. Because the best of three version is all about playing the Majin Buu chain stuff, and that stuff loses to Mechikabora. It loses to Violent Rays. It just loses to too many things that people are playing in the format. So right. it's hard to say, oh, man, I'm going to play this deck that loses to all the cards people play in the format. Just play Turtles. Yeah, just play Turtles. But you're playing best of one. Mm. Majin Vegeta is not bad. If, nah. you, if you want to be the aggro player, Majin Vegeta is the deck. That's it, because your opponent would have to start playing. Have to be playing a large number of cyborg cards in their deck, and they also in that version do not rely on Majin Buu chain. They're actually just one drop spamming, kill your opponent. So right. much different game plan. Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and like on man, they can get those chains going, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Especially it. like the new stuff from the expansion. Yeah. Whatever the deck, the ultimate deck. Mm-hmm. The yeah, that boo. Yeah. Oh my god, that boo's nuts, bro! I had someone play it against me in Miami, bro. I said, "Oh my god, what's this?" Dude? I was testing against it last night. I was like, mm, "This card's pretty good. It's pretty good." I was it's like, like, "Thank God for Violent Race." 
That's the problem, right? Everybody's every all like King Piccolo, Red Broly, Launch, Invoker, Invoker. Four of the decks that people consider shut your deck down. Top, top two decks with Violent Race. Deck. Violent Race, you got because Launch doesn't. Do they? And most Launch does not even main board Violent no, Race. They don't main it, but, they, but they're going to side it. I, I think probably. Gonna, I think they're going to start main it. To be honest, I think they should. Yeah, yeah they might need to. I mean, all right, I would main it if I play Launch. I definitely have four Violent Rays in my deck, but I do understand why people are not playing four Violent yeah. Rays. Yeah. So that's that's the breakdown, right? That's the full meta analysis, our thoughts behind some of the decks. So knowing this, right? So knowing and keep in mind of this, uh, the two Majin Vegeta, one blue baby, one sin, one clash coup, one launch, one top, one topo, one invoker was all best of one finals. Mm -hmm. Okay. So those decks were all from the best of one finals. We also know that five of the seven Dark Broly were from the first tournament in Miami. Uh, we also know that four of the 11 Mecha we're from that first tournament Miami. Yeah. Now, granted, it still leaves Mecca with seven. seven yeah. So it still leaves it technically at the most, mm -hmm. right? Even if we omit Miami. Um, but that's what we've got. So, and we know launch is increasing in popularity. Yeah, people getting those TPs, right? so they're getting the shots. Right, so just looking off the data alone, it does look a little skewed because of all this. So really, if you think about it, then the two decks... The three decks that really you need to look out for then are Mecha, Red Broly, and Launch. Yes. Those I, are the three. Red Broly has a permanent place in the format until they make a better aggro deck. Right. It is just the best aggro deck in the format. Like, being a majority crit for the attacks and ripping cards at your opponent's hand as you play is a bad combination for an opponent to have to play against. So until the aggro decks they make in the future are better than that, that's that's just going to be the aggro deck, I believe. Um, I did say I didn't, and if you go back to the couple podcast episode, I was like, I do not believe that Dark Broly, Mecha, and Red Broly can be the triangle of power in this game. One of them gets pushed out. Well, I said something has to. Be, I did not think Dark Broly would be pushed out. To no, be honest. No, you thought it would be Mecha. I thought it was gonna be Mecha that was gonna get pushed out, but I knew that something would have to get pushed out here and launch pushed out. Uh, I have a feeling there's not going to be as many Mecha in Miami, and I have a feeling there will be a lot of Mecha in the Invitational Online webcam. I, I agree with that same thing. I think in Miami, the players going, they all know what's up with Mecha. Uh, they're, I think they're just going to play decks that they know will beat it. Yes, they're they're they're. I don't use the word smart, wrong. They they have they have enough savvy savvy savviness, I guess is the right word, or like I guess technical play skills to know how to move around Mecha. Right. So there's like I can play my deck and just move around Mecha this way. Uh, I do expect to see Mecha there because it would be crazy not. to Yeah, see yeah. It. There's gonna be Mecha there. But it won't. It won't be the. most. I don't think it'll be the prominent. It won't deck. be. The, no, I the think it's gonna be launch. Launch will be the most played deck in Miami. These are people who are, have spent the money to play these cards. Like competitive, lot competitive players who travel to events. They they they'll take the neg on buying TPs. Yeah. They do not care. They're buying. They so they have the cards. I expect. Well, I think we're at like. What did you, I say? Seventy five is. So we're at 68 players right now that signed up. You know, there's one more, there's three more weeks for signups, but we have 68. I'm going to go 18 launches. Like, yeah, I can see that. Uh, probably 15 dart brolies because people are just believers in the deck still. If you, yeah, I don't blame them. Like maybe just people just choosing not to play it. That could literally be what's going on or it really is launch just completely pushed out. I, we have seen launch. I don't but, know. I just don't, I don't think dark Broly will be that represented. I think, I think it's the second most represented deck. I don't so think we'll, so. You think it's Red Broly? Mm-hmm. See, I want to believe it's Red Broly, but I believe that the, the concept of the, most people, they know that Red Broly is like going to be heavily played, so they're going to play a deck that they know beats it, and mm -hmm. Dark Broly just beats it, right? So, yeah. 
I mean, that's also a way to think about it. I yeah. just, you know, it's almost like it, <laughs> you get into these weird mind games. With it's, yourself, it's, it's crazy. It's like, mind. if I know that this deck beats that deck and he knows that this deck beats that, that deck, deck, then I'm going to play this deck, but he's also uh, thinking that. Yeah. So I'm going to flip the, <laughs> it's like yeah. you get into these real weird lines of thought. I think you take the elegance launch. I think that's what you have to do right there. You take the, See, I don't think anyone's taking the elegance launch. I think I'm taking the elegance launch. If that's I'm, crazy. If I, if my you just said it's the most popular deck in the room. Yeah, by eighteen out of sixty-eight, for I, I would put it. I don't think we're gonna. What is that? Around thirty percent. I'll take something my, like that. I'll take my chances with it. I'll take. I'll take my chances. Less. Huh? Less than thirty. Less. Th- yeah, I'll take my chances. Like, I don't have to worry about it being fifty percent of the room. If I had to worry about it being fifty percent of the room, I'm not playing anything that loses. It's about that. a quarter of the room. Yeah, I'll take a quarter. I'll take a chance. Yeah, I mean that's fine. I'm but, not. I mean, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Me- gonna play it. Me- Mecca can't beat it. Red Broly can't beat it. There's no way I'm saying this is going to be the most popular deck and I'll lose to it. I'll take my chance. That's wild. That's <laughs> it. Because Dark Broly beats Mecha. I'd never do that unless I really love the deck I want to play. I, I don't know. I, I think Dark Broly is like the... Not not Rogue's not right. I think it's the outside deck that's going to push its way back in. Good. It's going it's to push Mecha out. Like like I originally thought Mecha would get pushed out. I think Mecha's okay. Um, so... Let's talk about Miami first, right? If you're going to Miami, then so we know that you're taking the L to at least one of these top decks, yeah, right? Because they all play so differently, right. right? And the four we're talking about are Mecha, Dark Broly, Red Broly, Launch. Yeah. Um, personally, I think Invoker Blue Baby are two of the best picks that you could get. Yeah, I think that Invoker and Blue Baby are the best picks outside of those four decks. Like you obviously could play those four decks. Yeah. Right. right. But we're talking what, if you don't want to play those, those four decks. decks. Yeah. If you don't want to play those four decks, I think those are the next two choices. Reboot Gohan. I think is also a good choice just cause like it's reboot Gohan. You don't play negates. I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Like red Broly is a tap out deck. And when it doesn't tap out, it's to hold violent rays. That's not good here. So I do like reboot against, against those decks. Um, yeah. I think blue baby is good against all those decks. There's a lot of talk about King Piccolo. Um, I do not know if I can put King Piccolo on that level. I played against Giancarlo the other day. He showed me what King Piccolo does. He's very good with the deck. Um, it's not bad at all. It has an inherent weakness. If you can remove Piano, the deck doesn't seem that great. So Yeah. But I know for a fact that Launch can remove Piano. I know Dark Broly can remove Piano. And Red Broly can remove Piano. All right, like yeah, I I don't know, man. Like if I did these, <laughs> if I could just remove Piano, the deck doesn't seem that great. I the backside doesn't draw, so you're just relying on that unison. Well, if I kill your unison and you don't have Piano, deck doesn't do anything. Deck doesn't draw. Right, like you're just playing free cards. Right, in your hand. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm not seeing it. If the format, if people are playing the removal game for your for, for the cards, but like if me- if it's Mecha, some blue deck. Invoker, maybe King Piccolo is the sauce. Yeah. So like I, I need, I just need more data on King Piccolo. We just don't have enough of it. TPs really held that deck back. Also, there's two different TPs. Right, for the you deck. have two TPs. So like <laughs> now people are getting them, sure, because locals open up and people are getting them. Yeah. But like prior to this week before, it was hard for people to have those cards. So it's I don't know if I can say, I, I don't know how to look at the deck yet. So we'll see. Uh, a lot of people got a lot of faith in it though. They're like, this deck is going to be one of the best decks. I'm surprised there's, what, three red decks everyone's talking about right now? Red Broly, Launch, and King Pay. Those are all red decks. Right. I'm like, uh, 
There's no way. One, something has to be the best red deck. Right. Like It's like when people were playing Soul Striker, Fujito, and uh, Zamasu. The argument was one of these has to be inherently better than the other ones. Like, yeah. Because they're playing the same cards. Great, these three red decks are not playing the same cards. So maybe they can all exist at one time as as three three different good red decks. I don't know. We'll see. I, there needs to be more data. And that's the part that sucks about COVID because we're not getting big room data. We're getting small room data. Right. So, so very, very hard to know. Very hard. And you've got very different, um, how should I put it, demographics yes. in your tournaments, right? Absolutely. Because, like, the Miami event for Fisher Rumination was one of the most stacked tournaments I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Almost every player in the room either topped one original, topped, or one Nets. Yeah. So, like, the room was crazy stacked. Then I played a webcam, and there's maybe, like, 20 guys who've topped. Right. But then you've got a hundred. Yeah. It's like, it's 128 people sign up and there's like 20 people, 30 people who've topped events, but you're not playing them most of the time. Cause there's just so many people in this tournament. Right. So it's very, it's hard to tell, like not saying that these people who haven't taught events aren't good. I mean, I didn't get the opportunity to play events before whatever may happen. Life happens. Right. But I just know for a fact that Miami was the most stacked tournament that we had seen. So like that data seems Pretty good, but that was also before launch was a known commodity, before King Piccolo's a known yeah, commodity. So many things have changed so many already. Things have already changed. Invoker actually was thought of not to be good going into that tournament. Oh uh, well we we knew that was that was wrong. Yeah, I said <laughs> we knew that was wrong. But like the perception was that Invoker's not a good deck, you know, blah blah. Well That's crazy. I'm never gonna say Invoker's a bad deck. <laughs> I won't say it's bad, but I will say bad positioned at times. But not, like people just sure. thought Invoker wasn't 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 the move, but Invoker won that tournament. Right. So now people are playing Invoker again. So it's like, uh, what's going on here? Yeah. So like, and Vagex wasn't in that room for real. I mean, there, I played a Vagex player around one, but there wasn't Vagex in the room like. Yeah, that he real. wasn't playing the way you should be playing yeah, it now. So he was playing more. Of the he old basically stuff. played the old stuff. Just took out his just cards. Took out, yeah. Which is, not the way that. That, which is not the way they're playing it now. No. But Hernandez then showed people the new way to play Vigex. So mm-hmm. it's like, what we got going on here? So the change definitely is, we're not, we don't have the right data to really know. Right. But I will say my doubts are high on King Piccolo because okay. so many decks play removal. And yeah. re- removal just kills the deck. Yeah, there's a lot of removal right now. Yeah, I agree with that. So for me, I think if I was going to play in Miami, I would play Blue Baby. <laughs> what, what where are you where is your head at for miami i'm not trying to play blue baby the reason i'm not <laughs> trying to play blue baby is because uh i don't know i've played it a lot and i just i don't know it, it, it doesn't have removal that's my issue we were yeah. talking about a card that i could play in the deck and i'm gonna test it out sure but like lack of removal definitely made me question the deck i was like hold on like I can't play a deck that just can't remove cards. Like you want to. Yeah. But it's wrong. Or at mm-hmm. least to me, it feels wrong. Like I'm like, uh, this is, this is wrong. Cause piano, I played against Giancarlo. I couldn't move piano. It just kept him in the, it kept him in the game. How many King Piccolos are you? So you want to, you don't care about launch, but you care about King Piccolo. Uh, I think launch is, <sighs> I think launch is free. Launch is free. Yeah, but I'm just saying if you're, you're saying that you will you will take a deck that takes an L to launch. Well, I'm taking an L to invoke with this deck also, though. Baby's losing to... Okay, so no, two decks that will be less represented combined compared to launch. Because if King Piccolo is the sauce, it's, I'm going to play against it then. I don't think it's going to be like that. You think, it's really, you think that many people are going to play King Piccolo? There's a lot of hype on it, but it's unwarranted, though. They're already sense? killing their own hype. 
The people hyping it up are already saying they're off it. Yeah, but there's there's I I know, I know like three teams talking about they're all they're all playing. Okay, all right. So I'm like, bro, I don't know if it's just like the gas people or what. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like, there's just a lot of hype on it. And when you go into untapped games, I lurk. You know, I know everybody's like, oh, look at these people lurk. I lurk all the time uh-huh. on untapped. There's a lot of people playing King Piccolo. <laughs> I was like, yo. I guess, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, bro, if I'm going to lose to King Piccolo, like, it would suck to go win round one, win round two, win round three, round four, play King Piccolo, lose, round five, play King Piccolo, lose. Like, God damn. Yeah, or, play in, or play Invoker, lose, because they lost to a Red Broly deck. That would also suck. Like, way to kill my day, bro. I'm just like, mm. so. Okay, I, so where, where are you leaning then? A blue deck, because I had to play with my Donald tokens. <laughs> I'm definitely trying to sleeve up a boonie. Like, there's no question about that. I think a boonie's broken. Like, um, I don't know. Everybody's playing Violet Rays, right? That's the card, right? Well, Violet yeah. Rays does not work on a boonie. Nope. Uh, and a boonie is just really good. Mm. I like I, <laughs> I, I like the blue cards. I have, I like looking at my winner heroic prospects. I'm a big fan of blue cards. So I want to play blue. That's why I have Fajito Sleeve up right now. I could play Trunks, actually. I do not have all the cards foil yet, though. That's the actual problem. <laughs> if I can find all those cards foil, <laughs> and before somebody leaves in the comments, uh, tcgplayer.com has them all foil, correct, but they might not get here in time, and I'd be real pissed if I buy all these foil cards and they just yeah. don't show up in time. So I'm like, I don't want to do that. Uh, Trunks, Fajito, Baby are my real three blue decks I want to play. Um, I still have Invoker sleeved up. I just don't want to play it. I don't ever draw T.O.P. Like, I think Selva uh, said the math on it was like 40-something percent or whatever, like, to open it. Well, I'm less than that. Uh, <laughs> I've done, like, probably 50, like, just goldfish hands, and I opened T.O.P. like nine times. That's bad. That's just bad luck. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, you're right. It is bad luck, but it's, it's what's happening to me, and I hate it, and I don't want to lose like that. So, I don't know. That's, that's not the deck for me. I'm like, I can't. And you know what's real crazy? Like every time I play Fajito, you need to see your unison on two, your Zeno. I always see it. <laughs> it's just calling you then. But I do not see this TLP. I'm like, maybe I need to switch the foil to the, my, I'm playing with the, the impact pack? ones. Maybe I need to switch to the original Could foils. Could be the foiling. I don't know. It's it's <laughs> awful. But uh, yeah, I don't want to play Dark Burl. I don't want to play, I have Mecha sleeved up also. I don't want to play Mecha. Like, I don't know. I think I'm pretty good at this game, but I think that, People are better than me, and if they're playing Mecha, I'm about to lose in the Mecha Mirror match. So, I'm out. Like, And then I also, I know Mecha cannot beat King Piccolo. So, right. a lot of my fear is King Piccolo right now. Hey, man, if your fear is King Piccolo... Because uh... every time I go to a tournament, and there's a deck that people are, like, buzzing around, they're like, oh, this is the deck, this is the deck, and then, like, they play it, and this is the actual fucking deck, and I'm like, bro, I was not ready for this. I mean, hey, that happened to me in Atlantic City with, with Hercule. Her- exactly. I saw. I'm just like, hey, it says the deck. I said, nah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I could just beat launch. Like, that's the deck that's just beatable. Like, everybody's all worried about that Piccolo from a uh, draft box six. I'm like, sure, bro. I mean, it can only burn you so much, and then just don't let that Gogeta card proc off. It's not hard to stop, but apparently people are having a hard time stopping it. But whatever, though. Um, I just, I do not see a world where I could go to a tournament not respecting King Piccolo. Gotta respect it. Okay. Well, so then, then what is it then? Is it trunks? <laughs> might, be, might be trunks, bro. Sounds like it might be trunks. Might be trunks. I got got more got more work to do. I might just okay. play Vegex though. Also, I, I have thought about that. So it's funny. That's a good segue point because going into what 
we would play in the online event. Uh, that was one of my actual considerations Vigex. too. Was Vigex. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I've played the deck a shit ton. I've kind of stopped since they, <laughs> since since our Planet Vegeta didn't work as yeah. well as we want. It's still very good, honestly. I think the Planet Vegeta play is nuts. Actually, yeah. it's, it's just when that Trunks is in life, the whole deck just is feels bad. Feels bad. But man, that is still definitely uh, a consideration. But realistically, there's two ways I play Big X right now. It's the weenie aggro version with a bunch of one drops and you play the Haru Harus. Yeah, I like that version. Or you just take the Haru Harus out and you play more mid-range and play Demigra. Hmm. I think that I think that's the two ways you play it. I'm liking the weenie, weenie Rush version. I think the Weenie Rush version is probably the way to go because you just clap Mecha. Yeah. Mecha can't keep up with that. There's no way. Free cards are also nice. So, like, you just have the free um, cards. It fixes, like, the Red Broly matchup. It's, it's back to being aggressive. It's back to them. being aggressive again. Where like if you play the mid range, you're gonna lose. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna lose to Red Broly. Um you, you can, need that to beat Invoker. Yep. You also need that to uh, remove uh piano. I'm all about removing piano off the board. I need, need to, what? To play the aggressive version. It's better mm-hmm. at clearing the piano. Because the mid range version, they'll just have a piano back in time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have them have the card back in time. Like if I remove it and they just all right, play another one. I need, I need to be on them like that, like nonstop. Mm-hmm. So if I'm relying on Demigra to have two and build up my drop for it, I'm just moving too slow. Potentially, if I'm not removing it every turn, okay. I want to I want to be applying pressure and removing it every turn. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I I don't think Vigex is terrible. I think it has a lot of very fair matchups. Yeah. A lot of very fair matchups where he can just go one way or the other. So I don't know. I'm 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 fifty fifty on it. That's a consideration. Uh, but I still think Invoker and Blue Baby apply for this tournament as well. Yeah, I think that Invoker's much better on webcam. I think Invoker for webcam, I agree with you. Yeah, I th- that, That's probably what I'm going to play. Because people play a wider range of decks, and you know, there's a lot more Rogue. Mm-hmm. There is a lot more Rogue. rogue webcam. And on, on, on webcam, I've noticed people play into my stuff a lot more. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's because they, they have a harder time counting the drop. They don't want to like, ask questions or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, they just run into cards. I'm never running into a combustion attack. Not co- combination, combination attack, attack or, or a death, or beam. death beam. I'm never. But, like. People it, do, though. People do nonstop on They webcam. just forget. They're, like, they're like, uh, they're, like, combo up to 85K. You're, like, a death beam. They're, like, damn. Yeah. It's, so like, you didn't expect that? Right. So, I don't know. It's. My only issue with Mecha is if green's popular. Uh, green is annoying. I think green should be played more this format. Green just kills the Vegeta so easy. Yeah. Like, against green, your Vegeta's just always dead. Like, every green deck I've tested against, they're just like, kill it. You can't play it. Like, some key things, like, you just can't play it. You just you don't gotta, play it. I like, I have so many spells that cost three, four, and five in my deck. <laughs> like, well, none of them cost five, but, you know, you know what I'm saying? It costs three and four. I'm like, this is god awful. Yeah. Like, who wants to, <sighs> I, I hate it. Yeah, I do have spell that costs five. Casual blow costs five. So actually, there's I don't know. I just hate it. And he's like, you just got to hold two rival seekers so that way they get. I'm like, okay, but what if they have focus breakthrough? Yeah, they have focus breakthrough and Frieza. Right. Which every I think every green deck right now should be playing both of those. Costs. You got to look at their hand first, though. Can't you don't have a use? You don't have a use seven on the board. Right. Yeah, that's that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Real bad. I hate it. That's, I'm just like, I'm like, you're expecting your opponent to play poorly. Play the Vegeta on four. Look at their hand. So I'm tapped out. Except for one. I have one up. Except for one. You've got a sense of being in a D magic in your hand. Good luck after they kill the Vegeta. <laughs> mm, I don't like the way this is going. <laughs> That's my issue, though. I'm like, it's just a lot of, I don't like the way this is going. Um, yeah. 
I don't know. It's not, it's not for me. Green, I think green should make a huge push into the format. If it does not, I'll be really surprised. Like, Dora Potential is such a great card. Yeah. Freeze is a great card. So I expect to see more of it. But if I do not see more of it, Invoker's to play. Yeah, I agree. I actually don't know how, how Marcel really lost to uh, Legends in the finals. I've been like thinking about it over and over. And I, just, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I actually want to ask him. I'm probably going to ask him soon, actually. When I see him in Miami, I'll be like, how did you lose that matchup? I'm just curious because I beat Trevor sometimes when we play, sure. But I'm like, bro, this is such a hard matchup. Like, it does not feel good. No, it's hard. So. It is definitely hard. Maybe Legends is much better than we all give him credit for. <laughs> like maybe he's just, like, real good at the game. And he only plays, like, three Fujitas, too. And two energy questions. So, I'm like, how is he winning that matchup? That's crazy. There's no way I'm playing three Fujita. Yeah, see, he's, he might be, he might be the there's, man. There's no way. Um. All right. So, if I had to pick a deck... For webcam though, like I said, I'm gonna pick Invoker. What would you pick? Uh, I'm gonna pick. I'm probably playing a joke deck to be honest with you. I'm probably playing Jiren, but uh, the successor version. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I like playing decks that people don't play against on the webcams. Yeah, because they just don't know what's going on. They don't. So it's like it's way more fun. But like, I wouldn't play Jiren in Miami Invitational. Like, my approach to it is, on the webcam, I want to play the deck that people have not played a lot against because... I think Evoker right. fits that shoe, it, it does. I have that. I just won't play it ever yeah. again. <laughs> I know you won't. I'm about to put that shit in my okay. binder. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just I want to play the deck that people just don't protest against, they don't know much about, so that way they're, like, stuck making mistakes and misplaying. That'll get you far. Like, that's the point of playing Rogue, right? My opponent's never played against this. They don't know what to do. That actually works in webcam. That is not working in the Miami Invitational, though. Your opponents probably have played against it, or they're just good enough to understand what's going on yeah. right there on the spot. And those same players could be on the webcam tournament. They all qual- they qualify for yeah, both. Yeah, right. But I know a lot of them will not play in the webcam tournament. Right. So I'm like, mm, this is my opportunity. <laughs> and plus, you can I can look at the names on the list. Right? It's just like, but it's just historic at this point, right? Like we, when you see the webcam tournaments, you just see more random people playing random things. Yeah, for sure. Every time. That's why I want a deck that isn't a more of a medical, more of just a good spread. Yeah. Whereas in the Miami yeah. event, that's why like Miami event, Reboot Gohan, sure. Yeah, that's the play. Like that's a medical, right? Yeah. For the webcam event, never. Never. Never no, would I do that. No, there's too many do. random decks, random there, decks. They're going to play in the gates. There's people playing the gates. You're just yeah. like, damn, fuck. Yeah, but, right. uh, I would definitely play Reboot in Miami if I was a reboot type person. I just do not like turning cars sideways like that. <laughs> I do, and I still don't like reboot. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that we really missed through this meta analysis. I, hopefully that gives you guys some, at least ways to think about choosing a deck. Cause these are kind of, this is kind of literally what me and Mike sit down and talk about all the time, all the time when yeah. we're talking about events, this is kind of how our discussions go on how we are going to pick a yeah. deck. Um, it's my just, stance right here is a little different because normally I would not play a deck that loses to the best deck in the room, yeah. but, uh, I am okay with taking my chance. My, and the reason why is because launch is a 5k leader. That's actually my reason why I feel like I can just win the game against 5k leaders. Yeah. Like it's much different when your leader is small like that. When your leader's, hey I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna, uh, you know, I'm not gonna run in your parade. All I'm going to say is, uh, yeah, I'm feeling deja vu. <laughs> yeah, with Hercule. <laughs> You're probably right. That's which is why I'm like, I'm going to get that fourth foil Gohan today. <laughs> but five uh, K leaders are 
much easier to pressure and steal games off of than 10K leaders. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, it's, I understand that she, every time you combo, you draw. I get, I get all that. I've played against the deck. I actually watch the deck. I understand the deck completely. Uh, if you know what you're doing, you can steal the game from that deck, though. Like, they mm-hmm. only have so much arrival, right? Like, right. Like, you can play through their cards. So, uh, I think I can get there. The fact that, like, 15k attackers are threatening to them, like actual threatening, versus where a 15k attacker and you like 15k attacker like bean, you're like, oh, this is done, not 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 in this situation. You're like, you actually need to combo every time two to th- two to two to two to three cards. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. Right. So we'll see. Cool. Uh, anything else you want to add? Nah, we're good. Okay. All right. Yeah, I agree. Let's uh, go ahead and do the results of training. Results of training. All right. Uh, so I haven't played a whole lot still, man. Uh, work has been just real busy, but uh, I'm hoping to pick up actually this week because I'm finally getting back to being caught up where I won't have to work as late. So I'm hoping to really get in some more games. I did sneak in a match with uh, Matt Dingo of the Discord yesterday. So if you aren't in the Discord, uh, shameless plug again, jump in. It's really the best place to be to talk about Dragon Ball, play Dragon Ball. And if you are listening this far into the, what, we are an hour and 12 minutes into the show. If you're listening this far, why aren't you in the Discord talking with us? Me, Mike and I are in there every day. Yep. I'm always on my computer, to be honest, playing World of Warcraft. So just uh, message me. Uh, yeah. or, or just jump in the room. He literally sits in the training chamber. I sit in the training chamber a lot of times. Just sit there. Uh, you hop in. I'll talk to you while I'm playing WoW. I'll play games with you. Yeah. Does not matter. Hop in there. Yeah. Um, so jump in the Discord. But yeah, I was, I was playing with Matt Dingo. He's actually the one who won the Sin Shemron leader. Yeah. Also, he is the one who Joey talked about when oh, yeah, Joey yeah, but- said he met the uh, guy and his son. That was mm-hmm. him. So that's, that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, he was he was on playing Majin Vegeta. I was playing Invoker. And I I still don't really know what I'm doing with Invoker, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> the deck is like, you look at your hand and you're like, a lot of shit I can do right now. <laughs> do you like, damn it's it. kind of like uh Shemron Gogeta. Mm-hmm. You look at your hand, I'd be like, damn, there's like seven options, seven different ways to sequence this. Yeah, but it ain't no Shenron Gogeta. That <laughs> no, <laughs> that that did have some additional lines. <laughs> yeah, additional that line. deck had so many, that had deck had more lines than I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it was like, I can do this, that, and the third. God, I'm living the dream. Yeah, but um, it, it was cool. We um, we played three games, I lost one. Um, Baja Vegeta just can clap you, like you said. It can just come in, and all of a sudden, turn one, you're down to four life, and you're like, shit. It's unreal, bro. I actually don't understand what they were thinking. Like, yeah. Mm. Uh, I will say, if you are playing against Majin Vegeta as the Invoker player, uh, you don't attack them to awaken them early. Oh, yeah, no. um, if they have battle cards or anything, obviously just attack them. And... Really, you want to have a violent race. <laughs> like, as long as you see, like, the one game I won, I definitely won because I saw three violent race. That literally just took me through three turns to turn five to win. Do you think you could beat him if he's playing, like, one drop rush, though, with the deck? Uh, What do you mean? Like, just so crit Gohan. Uh, oh. Like, if he was playing those cards instead of the ball stuff, right? Oh. And he just, like, crit Frieza. Probably not. Like, as I said, like, that... That's what I played against. He had those cards and the ball, the wow. boot chain in his deck. I was like, but he just charged all the boot chain cards. That's crazy. I said, this is whack. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why can't you just play the Majin the Quickening for me? Yeah. Like, just take the turn off. He's like, yeah. Nah. He's like, nah, never. Sideways, sideways, combo, sideways. <laughs> oh my God. Like, 
don't think there's nothing. That's interesting, though. It's it's very interesting line to play with. It's an interesting line, yeah. And uh, I just like, man, it's just reboot Gohan, but I don't have to play Feet Kamehameha. That's all the deck is. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, yeah, if if they're playing the ball, though, you can play around it. Yeah, you don't. As long as you see Violent Race, you're fine. But man, yeah, I don't know. If you're just a bunch of 15Ks, you know, on that Violent Race, I might have been dead. Hopefully, they, uh, they mess up. And let me like death beam or combination attack something. See, that could happen, but what's the likely? Like if, if you don't, if I they have the Migra and then they just put that pressure on you, I don't even know where you get the chance to death beam, right? Like you're like you're gonna tap out on three when they're going for game. For see, not not all Majin Vegeta players are playing in unison anymore. Yeah, that's crazy talk. They're not. They're just going all full, like full full send, bro. Yeah. Full send. I uh, see. If I'm playing Majin Vegeta, it's definitely. Demigra. I'm playing a music box to look for Demigra. <laughs> but sure, um, I say like, that's that's a deck that people are going different ways with. Like there's people playing the Harugar and stuff in that deck. Right. Like, there's Harugar. There's the Unison Blay. Um, and then there's just, just like the quickening. full like full send aggro. Yeah. It's just so many different things they're doing with that deck. And I'm like, it's cool. Uh, I think that one of those versions is just a better version of Reboot Gohan though, and yeah. it makes me real mad thinking yep. about it. Yep. Uh, but that that's pretty much the only. Results. Well, oh, we played. Um, we played your on Saturday. Oh yeah, too. I brought over my prison Frieza. <laughs> uh, I wanted to play prison Frieza so bad. Like, Mike so- for about a day was convinced prison Frieza was the deck. <laughs> I got clapped up on Saturday. I was like, I had lots of time to look at cards. I said, man, prison Frieza is the deck, man. It can remove all the cards. Blah blah. Oh, this is not the move. Hold on. No. <laughs> mistakes here. Do I think prison Frieza is okay in this format though? I do think it's okay. I think the problem with the deck is uh, it's just not good enough. Yeah. Like, I would play against any of these, like, aggro or mid-range battle card-based decks with it. Sure, I'm going to kill all your cards. Yeah. They're all dead. I have neck 20K board, neck 15K board type cards. Uh, I, the problem seems to be how do I beat the decks that, like, Sin Shinron or decks like that. I, I don't have answers for those type of decks. Right. I don't have answers for Invoker. Like, there's nothing I can do. I'm just dead. We, they're not gonna ever take my life. They're gonna actually just eight zero me. All right, I'm, it's over. So, uh, I'm out on that. But it was fun. It's a good locals deck. Anybody want the list? I'll send it to you. <laughs> Very good locals deck. Um, for my results of training, I've been playing Fujito. Um, I just can't be Red Broly, bro. I, I feel like I'm good against everything else. Red Broly's just hard. And I'm like, this shouldn't be hard. I play Heroic Prospects. I play Baby Hatchiak. Play in deck blockers. Like, why is it? I'm like, but I can't clear the unison. That's the problem. If I just. So good. That unison's so good. They got two balls established and like attack with my Zeno. They're like blocked with the ball. I'm like, damn, I can't even triple strike this thing. <laughs> it's just a real bad situation. I'm like, how do I get out of this? I can't figure it out right now, which I'm going to continue working to try to figure it out. But I definitely need to, need to figure out what I'm going to do with that. Uh, if I'm gonna play Fujito. Uh I also played Blue Yellow Jiren this week. Um, that deck is not as good as it used to be, sadly. <laughs> that deck used to be so fun and so good to me. And now it's just like, eh. So scrap that one. We're back to the green yellow successor version. Uh I think that version's okay actually for Miami. I actually think it is okay. Really? Yeah, I think it is. Uh I know cooler's a problem for Jiren because you can blow up the Kunchi. But in that version, you play the Topo 16, 16K, mm-hmm. and you also play the Dispo. It's so a 15K. They both have barrier. So okay. cooler is nowhere near as impactful as it once was. Like You're going to have to cooler multiple times to clear them 
along with me also having a coonchin on board. It's just a lot more. You have three barrier targets, so they just they just can't do yeah. it. You would need the most amazing lineup of uh, coolers in your hand. You would need three coolers right. to kill me. I don't think you have three coolers. If you do, more power to you. Man. <laughs> Congrats. Congrats. Like, you got it. But uh, Hopefully you got the energy, too. But I also probably have Cursal also on the board still. So it's like there's still cards on my board. Like, you have that energy. You, didn't, you would need the energy, all that stuff to, to really push through with it. So I'm like, uh, it's probably fine. I think it's good. Um, I just don't want to play it. I want to play it on webcam. That's probably my webcam deck for the okay. webcam invitational. Cool. It's tested very well so far, though. Um, nice. My boy Gohan from the starter deck, where he's like this. <laughs> that card is so cool. It is sweet. Like for three energy, I just have this thirty-five k triple striker dual. I think that's the um, the cell it's expert the cell. deck. Yeah, it's the cell expert deck. Okay. It's you just combo off the the Goku, or like I combo Jiro, send the Goku, and I'm like, all right, cool, turn three, play this. Yeah. There you go, man. Yeah. No, I like it, but I, I like bad stuff like that. So, <laughs> but that's it for me for this week, though. All right, cool. Let's get into mailbag. I got a special order on a pallet of sweets for Jocko. Wait, aren't you Monaka? Monaka's delivery service. Monaka's delivery service. All right, I'm going to let Mike pull up a question while I uh, read off our new reviews here. Uh, if you guys are new to the podcast, if you're longtime listeners of the podcast, um, if you just tune in every now and then, whatever it is, if you like what you hear, uh, please jump on to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. It helps us greatly. We were so close to breaking the top 100 in the United States, and now we're like, we dropped. We're like, we were at 120, I think, was the mm. best we've got. Now we're at like 180 or something, and we keep falling down to the 200. So is please. It, is it us, or is it or is it other web podcasters out here? Uh, I don't think it's other podcasters, because there's no one else even on Apple Podcasts, I don't think. Mm. So it's just us. Yeah, so it's just us. So please help us out. Leave a review. If you've listened this long, now we're an hour, 20 minutes. Um, you know, we've got 10 minutes left of the show while you're listening. Right. Jump on, leave us a review. But uh, we did get a review from Ross Charles. He said the best, I like that, the best Dragon Ball Super podcast in the world. That's pretty Thanks, good. guys. Hey, I fucks with it. I, say, I don't understand the ones in foreign languages, but, you know, I'm glad to be better than them. <laughs> and then uh, also Nameless left us one. Nameless is always in the Discord. Uh, he's actually one of our uh, moderators. New, yep. new moderator. Same. And um, yeah, very good guy. Uh, but he said, hands down, the best DBS podcast. Uh, said it'll make us, you a better player and a better competitor. I'm I glad, agree. I'm glad he feels that way. Me too. But uh, all right, Mike, you got a question uh, from the mailbag? Yeah, it says, what accessories would you like to see Bandai put out? Uh, I would like to see Bandai do a better job with deck boxes. Like those plastic. Please. Those plastic oh, making ones you got from TP kits were terrible. And then the like the ones you get for expansions, nobody uses those type of deck boxes for real. Can we get like the magnetic deck boxes? That would be dope. Like if they just had like the ultimate guard DBS type style deck box, you know? Oh my God. If they made an ultimate guard style, oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like people like those people would eat that uh, up. Exactly. That, I think they're missing like, a big avenue there. Uh the dice that they gave us, those orange with their those dice were terrible. Like I, Yu-Gi-Oh does similar dice and they look a lot better. They could have done a better job on those dice. I also would like to see, uh, I guess like, uh, I don't know, a mats with areas designed on them. Uh, the only reason I say that is because sometimes I play people and I don't know what anything is. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, 
I don't know what it would take to have the life, cause especially with webcams. This is a big thing with webcams. People have black sleeves on a black mat or the same color. Like the colors just, they merge. I can't tell if you have four or five life sometimes. I need something that like has a spot for each life and like highlight around it. Right. So like, yeah, let's just say it's a rectangle and it has eight slots for the cards and I can see each where it is. That would be nice. But that's just for webcam though. That's not in person. You can see it's easier because you know, the, I guess the dimensions of fit off site, but the camera does a horrible job of showing the life. Uh, I don't know. I probably would never play a mat like that. So that one doesn't I wouldn't really use me. it to be honest. I just want other people. I to love do. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I agree with you on the deck box though. The deck boxes they've given us are trash. So yeah. that, that would be sweet. The deck boxes are God awful. And that's so bad. Are bad. They're so bad. Um, all right. I'll, I'll feel one more and then we'll, we'll get this, this episode. We'll call it a wrap. Uh, this one is from Nuckin Foops on the discord. Oh, my boy. And actually also before I get into this guys, uh, Make sure, as you know, we're talking about a lot of different decks you can play. Build them on Apex decks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Apex decks is my number one go-to for decks to build. Like, uh, I do I do like other ones for other reasons, but Apex has, does a better job of letting me see everything. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's And it lets you get, like, m- like make test hands. Yes. And that's amazing. That I, is really cool. I'm like, the test hands is Free gold fishing without having to sleep up. Exactly. Like, you're like, man, before I go buy these cards, I wish I could gold fish it. Oh, don't worry. Apex decks got you. Yep. It actually saved me the other day because I was going down the rabbit hole real bad, and Apex decks bailed me <laughs> out. So shout out to the, the creator over at Apex. Yeah, man. Definitely get an Apex decks. Make some decks on there. Very easy and mobile friendly, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So back to the question. Nuck and Foobs. Uh, he said, do you have a favorite character from the show that you don't like in the card game? And vice versa, do you have an archetype that you enjoy playing, but you don't really like the character? This is super easy for me. I love Roshi. Roshi leaders suck. Yeah, that shit's They've awful. always sucked. They've mm-hmm. never made a good Roshi leader. Jackie Chun, I don't care what that deck's terrible. It is bad. I did sleep it up for fun. It's cute. It's terrible. Terrible. Terrible deck. Um so yeah, they they need to make me a good, good Roshi leader. I don't care what it does. I just want a top tier Roshi leader. That's probably never happening. I think you missed I think you missed your shot. They should have had the leader for the heroin deck be Roshi. Oh my god, that would be genius. Hey man, we got time. <laughs> there, there's a few sets of there's some there's some uh there's some more sets coming for you yeah, some warriors. They block. definitely should have had that be Roshi. Roshi with the hair. Oh heroines. my god, that'd be incredible. Yeah. Uh for That's me That's genius. I think that I'm gonna go with uh character I like that. I hate the SS4 Fajita. Uh I'm a huge SS4 fan. Okay. I also like Fajita. He's my favorite Saiyan. Okay. Uh but I also thought the deck was going to be fire when it dropped. I know. I remember you were hype. Yeah. And, and then it, there were blockers. There's just blockers everywhere. This deck sucks, bro. I was like, this deck is unplayable. I actually think it might be playable right now though, but I'm not going to give it a shot, but I think <laughs> it might be playable right this minute. There you go. But uh, it's, um, yeah, it, that deck's terrible. It's, it has high ceiling, but uh, it's got ankle weights on it. They're like 50 pounds each, so it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but so that, like, that would be my pick, the SS4 Fajita. Be- um, beautiful, beautiful character. Actually, shout out to my boy, Vin. For my birthday, he got me an SS4 uh, Vegeta figurine. Oh, nice. Trevor got me a Piccolo, which is dope, too. So really appreciate that also, Trevor. Nice. But the SS4. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, I said, yo, Vegeta with, his hair, with, the, with the hair and the chest like this. <laughs> you can't beat that, bro. But uh, yeah, I did the other part of his question was: Is there an art type that you enjoy but don't yeah, really? don't like the character? Uh, yeah, there is an art type that I like. That uh, I enjoy playing Invoker. I really hate Goku. 
then Goku is stupid. Like the worst character. He's also uh, I forget the word. He's a psychopath for sure. <laughs> but there's a certain type of psychopath. But he does like this guy literally just wants to fight people when they're trying to kill him, and then he keeps saving them to fight them. Some more. <laughs> this guy's psychotic. So I was like, ah, uh, yeah, man. I don't like Goku, but I do enjoy playing Invoker with the homies. I do not enjoy playing Invoker in tournaments, though. <laughs> For me, it is Vigex, actually. Oh, yeah. I, I literally hate all the hero stuff, the Xeno stuff. This stuff is so good, bro. Anytime there's a deck I'm playing that has that stuff in, just know I don't like the characters. Jim's trying to find ways not to play those cards. So uh, all the Xeno stuff that I've had to play in Vigex, uh, I almost didn't play Vigex because of that, actually. But I just like the deck too much. I had to play it. But um, yeah, so that may be surprising. But Vigex, do not like that character at mm. all. He's not real. He is real, bro. He is not real. I think he's real. He is not real. I am such a big fan of all the heroes and Xenoverse stuff. Like, that stuff is so cool. Yeah. Side note, you guys see this Gogeta Fujito fusion? This shit's oh my insane, God. bro. It's literally fake. Without you having to see it. <laughs> nah, that's so cool, bro. It's fake. It's no. not real. It's How Go- is that real? It's Goku Zeno, Vegeta Zeno as uh, Gogeta Zeno. And then regular Goku and regular Vegeta as Vegito. That's and, the dumbest thing and, I ever heard. Nah, that's just sweet, bro. I'm about to pull up the card. Don't buy it. Don't don't buy into this. It's all fake. <laughs> it's not fake. It's real. It I've, not. I've seen the animations. <laughs> all right, guys. We've got to wrap it up. We are... Uh, out of time mainly because i have to go to work (laughs) but hopefully again this helped you in your decisions if you have questions drop them in the discord um we also have the giveaway going for the playmats so if you guys haven't heard about it jump into the discord all you have to do leave a comment on our last youtube video where we announced the playmat giveaway screenshot it throw it in the february giveaway channel in the discord that gets you an entry you can go join the bad beats discord that gets you an entry. And then lastly, you can go ahead and subscribe to the Bad Beats YouTube channel. And that gets you an entry. Uh, at the end of the month, we will pick two winners. Each one will win one of the uh, a Mike mat and a Jimmy mat. And uh, if you just want to get a play mat, we have available for pre-order. So you can jump in. There is a play mat pre-orders channel in the Discord. All you have to do, jump in there, see which one you like. And you can message Tommy. He's the founder of Bad Beats. And just let him know which one do you want. Whoever gets the most pre-orders, me or Mike, the loser has to buy the winner Chipotle for a month. And yeah. uh, it cannot be me. So mm-hmm. please. <laughs> but that's it, guys. Have a good one. And uh, of course. You tell me that ain't sweet, bro. No, that shit's whack. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. On that, uh, here we go. Miami theme song. Are we live? Good. We fucking live. 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 Such live, a good song. Live, live, live. <laughs> Later, guys. People, he high and kiki and the shit like a bunch of bitches on this fucking page. Bunch of bitches. Bunch of bitches. Bitches. Bitches on this fucking page. Bitches. Bitches on this fucking page. Bitches. Bitches on the page. Bitches. Bitches on the page. Bitches. Bitches on the page. I'm saying shit was cool when it was just Dragon Ball, but we're getting away from that Dragon Ball realm. Shit getting real personal. Daylon Mac, I was talking to you, motherfucker. Bitches on the page. I don't want to lose my chance to go to tournament of power too. Y'all have a dollar Mac jersey? Who is that? Who, who, who is that? You don't know who the fuck you're talking to. You better ask Frank. You better ask Frank. You better ask Frank about the last nationals.